Hey, you are listening to the Grumpy Guy BJJ podcast. Hey, what's up, guys? Got to take care of a few things before we jump into this week's episode. First, our ramping isometrics for BJJ program. It is a 12-week program all laid out for you. It's going to help you build strength and cardio in the fastest, safest, and most convenient way possible. This is how James and I have been training for the past year, and we love it. So we put this program together so you can just follow along, and we are certain you will see and feel the benefits that we do. It's only 15 bucks. Just go to GrumpyGuyBJJ.com, click the drop-down menu in the upper right-hand corner, and you'll find it. Next, R3. Is this is our K2 D3 supplement. It is a combination combination of those two vitamins D3 and K2. These are two vitamins that James and I have been taking for a long time that really help us recover from hard training sessions. And for only 15 bucks with free shipping, you get a whole month supply. I was going to pull up some studies explaining the benefits of D3 and K2, but I'm not going to insult your intelligence and pretend to be a fucking scientist. I take it it helps me recover. That's it. So for 15 bucks, check it out. And last but certainly not least, we have partnered up with Dejitsu.com. They have a ton of awesome BJJ instructionals, and they have hooked us up with a discount code for our listeners. It's Grumpy10. So what you got to do is you go to Dejitsu.com, which is D-I-G-I-T-S-U.com. Find the instructionals you want, throw them in a shopping cart, in the little discount code box, you type in Grumpy10, which is just G-R-U-M-P-Y, and the number 10, one zero. That's it. No spaces. Boom. You get 10% off. You're up and running. They got a nice app you can download on your phone. That way you can take your instructions right to the gym with you, watch the technique, drill it. It's a pretty sweet setup. So once again, D-I-G-I-T-S-U.com, discount code Grumpy10, G-R-U-M-P-Y, one zero. Simple as that. To find all this stuff I just got done talking about, go to our website, grumpyguybjj.com. Click the drop-down menu in the upper right-hand corner. There, you'll subscribe to our newsletter for podcast updates. You'll find links for the Ramping ISOs program, the R3 Recovery Supplement, and then under the Programs and Products tab, you'll find a link to dejitsu.com. And let's be honest, if you guys can't figure out how to navigate a website by now, there's nothing I can do to help you. So quit fucking around. Check it out, train hard, and let's get into this week's episode. Three and here we are. Here we are in a new venue. New venue, new podcast mutt, new venue. We'll see how it all plays out. That's right. We've changed our environment, so see how our habits play out. (laughs) Well, this was just so I could keep an eye on my new dog, Frank Sinatra, because the government mandated I got his nuts cut off so I could bring him home. That's right, yeah. So he's got stitches. Yeah. So I couldn't bring him over to play with Aka. Not yet. Not yet. So he looks like he'll be a good playmate. I hope. Yeah, man. He seems like a good dog. Yeah, it was, dude, it was hilarious. So I got uh, the, so the animal shelter took him to the vet on Wednesday, uh, the Wednesday morning, and then I picked him up Wednesday afternoon. Yeah. So when I strolled into the vet to pick him up, Dude, all the girls there were like, oh, my God, your dog is so awesome. He's so sweet. I, I guess he was just loving on everybody. And then so they were telling me about how he was just going from person to person, getting belly rubs and being super sweet. And then he looks pretty cool with his blue eyes and shit. Yeah. So they were going, going on and on about it. And then they're like, hey, we got a favor to ask you. They're like, this doesn't happen very often. And they pull out this piece of paper. They're like, this is a release 
because we took a ton of pictures of them <laughs> and we would like to use them like you know on our blog and advertisement and shit if you don't mind just tell them fuck off and i was like yes but i asked for some steep royalties no no <laughs> like, yeah i'll take royalties and dog biscuits fun but uh so yeah so i had to sign they wanted me to sign a release so they could use use his pictures so he's already getting social media famous or something nice man gotta get him a hashtag for your non-social media presence. That's it. You can get Frank as an uh, Instagram account. <laughs> he won't be on I won't social be. media. Frank will be. But you can have Frank. You know, I've uh, so there there is channels on YouTube that people that have dogs that are yeah. like super popular. There's this one. He's like this golden retriever. His name's like... I've, seen, I've come across it because it just pops up in your feed once in a while. I look at dog shit. It's like Tucker. <laughs> oh, yeah. Tucker or something. Dude, yeah. millions of views. Yeah. Millions of fucking views. I'm sure. So maybe Frank needs his own YouTube channel. I mean... That yeah. seems like a lot of effort on my part, though. Didn't, like, cat videos launch YouTube? Yeah. I think that was pretty much what... What people... What got a... Yeah. Used it for? Yeah. yeah. Like, oh, we can watch other stuff, too, but it's still the most popular shit. <clears throat> cute animals. People love cute animals. Well, that one Tucker Golden Retriever thing on YouTube... He's a pretty cute dog, and the chick that does it's pretty like does it pretty funny. Yeah, it's it's pretty entertaining. So I can yeah. see why there's millions of people that watch it. Like oh yeah, so I'm like oh I wonder if I can pimp Frank out and make some money off YouTube. Maybe man, I don't know. That's a uh, becoming a social media influencer is it's uh, kind of like the modern day lottery. Whether it, whether it catches or not. Yeah yeah yeah. Better chance to be in a. YouTube influencer than you do one in the lottery, I would think. I doubt it. I don't think so. Really? Dude, if you think about how many... How like, many? I guess when you talk about like win the lottery, like what do you mean by win the lottery? Like the jackpot. Yeah, the jackpot. Lottery, I'm not talking the $5 scratcher. Mm. I'll bet you got more... I got you... I'll bet you have a higher chance of making some money off the lottery than you do YouTube. But... That's <laughs> funny. I don't, I don't know, man. I mean, you think about how many people... Well, we get... It's... uh. It, with peddling innovations we'll get people sometimes who hit us up and they're like hey i got a youtube channel and i want to review your pedals and then you go and you look and they've got like five subscribers mm -hmm. they've posted like two videos you know it's like just somebody who saw someone else who's doing that so it's like you know you see that dog and someone else is like dude i can, I can do, do that, that. Yeah. And so they start some channel and they start hitting up like trying to you know advertising and sponsors and it's like look i got this channel set up you know sponsor me send me free shit yep. it's like man that's not how it works not how it works yeah i had a feeling that wasn't how no it man you got to put some work into it yeah i'm not willing to do that i got a lot, of, a lot of other things in my life i'd rather spend time on yeah so like i say i entertain the thought for about eh, three seconds yeah Social media takes work. Yeah, it does. It's not nothing I want to invest time into. Hire people. That's what you got to do. I got a guy. <laughs> <laughs> I can pay him like a hundred bucks a month, man. You're like, hey, man, I yeah. want a YouTube channel for my dog. How much yeah. is that going to cost me to hire you to do? Forty this? bucks to have it set up. Forty bucks to have a fucking YouTube channel set up. And I would just have to record videos and send him the videos and upload. No, you can upload them yourself. Yeah. But once you've uploaded them, it's actually pretty sweet. I don't know why I waited so long to have somebody do it, but. They put all the the tags are already set up, and so like every time you post a video, it's already got like this 
like all the like stuff to optimize, like the keywords and all that stuff's already set up. So you don't have to go in and fuck with every post. You just upload a video and uh, hit publish and it's like got all the shit done already. So it's nice. Hmm. Automation is sweet. And then we got some uh, Instagram, Facebook guys working for us and they're doing... So you don't have to fuck with any of that stuff yourself? No, man. You just get, you just upload the photos or give him the photos or dude whatever. they're doing it all it's yeah. crazy yeah they're That's going nice. back like especially for bike james because i've been doing bike james since like i mean 2005 is when i put up my first website and man, I've, i literally have like a thousand plus blog posts on my uh, at bikejames.com i'm just doing it for so long so i've got so much fucking content and so i just yeah these guys go to my site and they just like pull my content and create pictures and shit, and they do a great job. We don't do nothing. That's we don't nice. have to do anything. Just tell them whether, like, give them direction, like, oh, you know, this is good, or didn't like that one, or let's see a few more, you know, ones that promote like our email signups or something like that. So, but uh, yeah, so you don't have to mess with any of it. Yeah, 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 man. I yeah, it's it. one of those things that yeah. Why did you wait so long to do something like that? Because you probably you spent a lot of time doing yeah. shit, you know, on social media. Oh yeah. A lot of time, I'm assuming. Well, I mean, when I first when it first came around, there weren't like you were your own social media expert. Right. And so, and part of it I think that you need to if you're going to do something, there's a fine line. Like you want to you don't want to be an expert at it, but you need to know it well enough to know whether someone really is an expert at it. Right. Whether, whether someone's just kind of screwing you over right yeah yeah because yeah. if you're totally blind like a one-eyed man will fucking seem like a genius right right like if you don't know nothing a two-stripe <laughs> blue belt seems like a genius but so you need to know at least enough to know whether the person you're talking to is, is full not. of shit or yeah. not but dude even then people they get their buzzwords they know what to say they're just selling you shit and it's like that was like getting my bike james site redone that was oh god it was so fucking frustrating because I'm talking to the person I'm asking the questions and then you get like halfway into the process and you realize like this motherfucker wasn't listening to me they were just like oh yeah yeah no I know exactly what you need yeah yeah, yeah we can do that oh no we do that all the time and then you realize like oh wait a minute that's not what that's not it you weren't listening and uh it was like my the the example I thought of because I'm always like you know thing like I'm a trainer or coach or whatever is like you got like a trainer at a 24 hour fitness and they're really good at helping average people like lose some fat and get in shape quote unquote and then one day like a professional athlete comes in and you know he's looking for a trainer and this trainer's like oh yeah yeah I know how to get you into shape and they're talking to the athlete and the athlete's like look I got very specific things I want done I need to you know, run faster, I need to, you know, hit harder, like they're very, it's not get in shape, it's specific shit, but, uh, you know, you get fucking people who don't oh, know we're the gonna difference. have our first, uh, yes, we're gonna have a grumpy guy first, yes, this is so gonna be interesting, we're having an ambush podcast, ambush we got our podcast. good friend and training partner, Corey, the Maytag Mauler, the Maytag Mauler, and Daddy is yes. coming over to fix my microwave because I ripped the fucking handle off like a gorilla, as yes. you can see. Jesus, buddy, <laughs> I was hungry one night, <laughs> and, and he's coming over to fix it, but he doesn't know we're going to be here recording. That's right. And so, 
We're just going to let him walk in. And we're just going to dupe him into being on the podcast. He's even got a seat for him. I pulled out a seat. He's ready to go. That's awesome. We'll see how he does this. Come on, Come on in, Corey. What's up, man? Welcome to the podcast, my friend. Thanks. You are you are on the podcast as of right now. You are our first uninvited guest. <laughs> well, you were invited. You just well, didn't know you were, what you were invited yeah, to. I didn't know I was, uh, what I was you didn't know that you were invited, right? <laughs> we knew you were coming. You didn't know that you were coming. So that's what makes you the uninvited guest. So, uh... Have yeah, a seat, man. dude, if you want. If you got time, have a seat. Get on the yeah, podcast sure. here, dude. We, we scheduled this specifically around you coming. Did you? Yeah. We did. We, <laughs> we planned this last night. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Yep. We wanted to get the mauler on. So. Yeah, it was just kind of off. I was talking to James yesterday. I was like, hey, what time do you want to record tomorrow? And he's like, I don't know. He's like, what do you got going on? I was like, well, the Mauler's coming over to fix the microwave. And I was like, hey. I was like, why don't we see what time he's coming over and we can dupe him into being on the podcast? Right on. Does that mean I'm going to be famous? Possibly. Infamous. Famous as famous as we are. Among the 200. We've got, we've got our 200 fans. That's my new dog you're messing with there. It's yeah. Frank. You met Frank? Yeah. That's Frank Sinatra. No, he's only been home yeah. for a couple days now. In, so I hope you don't mind eventually, though, like, the problem for me is, in my mind, the most famous Frank isn't Frank Sinatra. Frank Costanza? It's Frank the Tank. Oh, Frank the Tank? Frank the Tank, man. No, man, he's Frank Sinatra. I know, I know. But you I got to say, like, he's got a little bit of, like, a he's, he's got the muscular build. He's got the big head. Like, he's a little bit of a tank. Well, you have my permission to call him Frank the Tank. I won't call if him. If that makes you happy. I won't, dude. He's Frank. I'll he's call Frank. him Frank the Tank. Looks like got a new car while. over there. Me? Yeah. Oh, well, I mean, it's new to me, but it's new to you. I've had it for a little bit, probably about a year. Yeah. So. Nice jacket. Thanks. It looks familiar. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I can't remember where I got it from. <laughs> somebody, somebody pretty awesome must have gave yeah. that to you. Probably for fixing my fucking dryer yeah. or something. The barter system. Did you go on a train last night? No. Did you? That's enough. No. No. How's your knee? Yeah, how's your knee? We haven't talked to you about the knee. Good, actually. Yeah, I was actually quite surprised. They looked at it and said everything is good. So yeah. the MRI, there's nothing torn. There's nothing at all? torn. No, they they looked at it. They thought it might be a meniscus, but he did a bunch of movements and stuff and said it didn't feel like a torn meniscus. Hmm. So I don't know what it is. How's it feeling now? It feels pretty good, actually. Probably the scar now, tissue, man. Now that you have the, now that it's in your head that it's okay, no, it's and I'm fucked my head, up. It's okay. It it still hurts every now and then, but nothing I can't push through. Yeah, that's good. And I know you're not tearing it up. More. More. Yeah. So sweet. Fucking okay. What do you want to talk about, Corey? Yeah, drop some knowledge on Platform the platform. Yours. It's yours, buddy. Got any jiu-jitsu knowledge for us, man? What do you want to tell the white belts out there? Uh, yeah, let's, oh, let's yeah, start there. Yeah. White, if you could go back and talk to white belt Corey. Yes, what advice would you give white belt Corey? What advice would I give white belt Corey? That's quite, that's quite a few Or just white belts in general. Come on, Frank, what's enough? Uh, settle down and stop worrying about not being tough enough. <laughs> that's good advice. That's pretty good advice. All right, come on. Uh-oh, uh-oh. Hey. Yeah, I guess for... Uh, I don't know, probably till maybe about a year or two ago, I thought my problem and, uh, you know, one of the problems of losing competitions and stuff like that was just uh, 
not being tough enough. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that was ever your problem. It's just funny that everybody that I tell that to <laughs>, laughs at you. Because <laughs> that's, that's hilarious. It. I gotta be yeah. tougher. Yeah. I just gotta be tougher. I can squeeze out 0.5% more toughness. Yeah. <laughs> no, man, that's definitely not your. Uh, that's not not your problem. <laughs> not your problem. <laughs> no. So uh, yeah, that's good advice. Yeah, kind of had the blinders on, I guess. It's hard to see yourself objectively. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. It is. It's most of us have people hey, around. Yeah, most point of Point out them. your flaws. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I think that's why the mauler, right? Like that was more of a of a way to yeah. point out like. Yeah, it wasn't exactly a compliment, I don't think. <laughs> no, no, no. It's like when people <laughs> tell me. It's like when people tell me that I'm strong. Don't it's get like... me wrong. I, I like the nickname, but I don't. I definitely don't think it was a compliment. <laughs> that was uh, Kevin inspired, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Yeah, I'm pretty yes. sure. That was from yeah, Kevin. it started as Maytag Mauler. <laughs> yep, the Maytag Mauler. Oh yes. No, it's good. It's uh, it's a the nickname suits you sometimes <laughs> you got your one your one gear so and then it's like i'm not being tough enough with this one pass <laughs> right <laughs> but that's yeah, good that uh we're seeing other stuff i think it's hard i mean you need to get in there and you're fucking it's hard not to get blinders on when you're rolling Fuck it's yeah, it is. super hard like you tell yourself all the time not to do it and have people tell you not to do it and it's still like you get in there and it's like it's like oh yeah like I'm trying to you know you know fucking talk my way through this position rather than change the fight or do something different so it's uh it's usually not the answer no it's usually not yeah. you know what I think is a good tool but I don't think people do more or I should do more of is videotaping yourself once in a while that's kind of yeah, a, that helps a lot. videotapes but you know what I mean fucking recording yourself yeah just once in a while yeah. man set your you'll phone up yourself and be like god I look retarded yeah cause you think you, <laughs> you think you look so awesome you're doing yeah. like man I'm like fucking Kyle Terror over here you know fucking shit up and you go home and watch the video and you're like why did I do that why was I hopping around like I was a method <laughs> <laughs> yeah video's good and it's so easy nowadays you know what I mean with all our goddamn phones and you know, whatever you got, it's kind of so easy to record. Yeah. But we, we never do it. No. Very rarely do we do it. No. We you want something to drink, dude? You want water or something? Oh, I'm good. We should do more. Recording. Coffee? I can make some coffee. That sounds good. You guys fucking talk. I'll talk. It's not like, <laughs> I, it's not like I have to go that far to make some coffee. <laughs> make it all work. Yeah. So, uh, all right. What else is new, Corey? Got a new truck. Did I you? Yes, yeah. Well, the new truck, truck. I guess oh, nice. it's not really a new truck. It's just a big truck. New to you. Yeah, Looks very redneckish. It does, doesn't it? No. It's fucking. You got a Confederate flag flying from the back or anything? No, 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 no. Confederate flags. I can haul some shit in that, man. Yeah, that's why I got it. If I get stuck somewhere, I know who I'm calling. It's <laughs> the miniature tow <laughs> truck, <laughs> man. fucking couch. Yeah. Oh yeah. I guess it's good. Yeah, I'm trying to sell my Toyota. Just getting more equipment. Nice. Good shit. So, uh, we got Kiele's training for her Proving Grounds Invitational yeah. going on. So, yeah, got tonight. She's got to come in and do 
We got her doing two eight-minute rounds this week. Next week, she'll bump up to the full three. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Like Tra- full-on live, like, competition tournament style. Yeah, which means you're going to do an eight-minute round, and then you're going to fucking sit around for a while. <laughs> <laughs> and you're going to do another eight-minute round. That does suck about tournaments. Yeah, I, I really hate that space yeah. in between. Yeah, that's the tough thing, man. It's really man. hard to stay warm. It's kind of like get warm, get cold. Yeah, you got to, uh, that's part of the skill of it. So it's not just training harder. It's like getting the, the body and the brain ready to deal with the realities of competition, which are usually much different. When I don't know. Are you competing we, again? I don't know, man. Maybe Nogi Worlds. <clears throat> That's what, a little bit of year. When did you yeah. compete last? <laughs> no key worlds. <laughs> <laughs> when was that? Last year? Yeah, last December. Last December? Yeah, yeah. No, it's just been, uh, it's been, um, it's tough to get away and compete, man. Like, I mean, just in general, like where we live, it's not like living in Denver or, you yeah. know, like some area where there's tournaments going on within a couple hour drive. So you could just make a day trip out of it. It's like if we're if we're gonna compete, it's a trip. It's like yeah. you gotta go and I mean we've tried. I remember with one of Kiele's competitions, I uh, we drove over, she competed, and then we drove back. And you know I, I drove both ways, and she was the one competing. I was basically being her fucking her uh, her manager, whatever you want to call it. And <laughs> but dude, that sucked. Yeah. You know, that's not something that you want to do, especially, I mean, hate to say it, at 43 years old, man, that's a lot of time. I do, I've done that no, before. I, I met one night, I drove over to Denver, competed, and drove back the same day. Like, yep. Yeah. Got I've, here at like 4 o'clock in the morning. That was probably the most retarded thing I've, well. <laughs> I like how you stopped yourself. <laughs> retarded thing well, related to jujitsu on yeah. that day. Okay, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That year, that was the most right thing I've done. Yeah, dude, I've done the same thing. Drove over there, competed, like, drove back. You know, yeah, that's a long. That's not safe. That drive back. It's not, man. No, it's it's back, not, not safe. safe. It's not sustainable. I really don't remember anything between my point and junction. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, not. But you know, so you do it once, just be like, oh yeah, that's why we don't do this. Yeah. But yeah, if you're gonna compete, you got to stay overnight on one. And either drive up, stay, and compete, and drive back, or or even both ends. But then that's, that's the best way. That's optimal, right? But it, optimal for your body, but for right. your, for your bank account, it's not. No, no, you no, no right. You know, then you got the extra night in the hotel, extra night in the hotel, and eating, extra night eating and stuff, and you know. all that other stuff. Yep. How's so, your knee doing? Feeling strong. Yeah. Actually, I'm gonna start beating up women and children. I think. I don't want to wrestle with you savages yet. Good place to start. But I figure I can <laughs> I, I can physically assault some women. Yeah. And be safe. Yeah. So maybe even some smaller white belts. Yeah. That, no, no big white belts that I can't just grab and control. Yeah. Possibly. Yeah. I was thinking about it. You know, there's a couple I got in mind. But I'll start with women. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You trying to snowboard this year? Yeah, I'm ski. I'm gonna ski. I'm switching over ski. to skiing. That's way better for your knees. Yeah, it's way safer for your knees. <laughs> <laughs> You're trying to go on your third S- knee. Said surgery. no one anybody ever. <laughs> I still got the other knees. Never had surgeries on, mm. so we can fucking go that route. No, man, I'm switching. I'm getting a whole Alpine Touring setup. You know, the kind of skis to where yeah. you lock your heel in, so when you're going downhill, it's just like an Alpine ski. But then if you want to, like, climb uphill, you can 
pop your heel out, then you can go uphill like your cross country skiing. Nice. So I'm getting the whole Saturday. Got the skis order. I'm just waiting for them to show up. Um, my buddy Joel, firefighter Joel, hooked me up with a deal on bindings. Yeah. He can get me a deal on everything. Nice. All kinds of gear. So. Yep. I, yeah. Surgeon gave me the go ahead. He's like, yeah, fucking, you'll be good to go, man. Start skiing. So. Nice. Sweet. And pumped. Yeah, man. Be good to get you back in there. Yeah, I'm pumped to start. I was even thinking about I might start beating up some women tonight. There's some. There's some women to train with that can. Physically assault. Yeah. I'm sure Anne's yeah, gonna take I, it easy on you. Yeah, she'd be an easy one to go in tonight. Start with. Have you trained since you found out about your knee? I haven't oh, seen yeah. You. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, a couple been times. In there. Not as yeah. much as I probably should, but never as much as I probably should. I actually put it down on paper the other day, like everything I wanted to do, because I've been going to the uh, to the um, Mesa Fitness um, while I thought I wasn't going to be able to use my knee for a while. All right. I was hitting that pretty good. But, uh, yeah, I put it on paper the other day, and I was like, man, everything I want to do, I'm going to be working out, like, 20 hours a week. <laughs> to cut some of this stuff off. Like, huh. It always yeah, was world. like you could do it. Yeah. And then you're like, no, I guess this isn't really going to work out That in, in reality with a family and two businesses and going to EMT class. <laughs> yeah. That's right. I forgot you were doing the EMT thing. Yeah, what is that? Yeah, I thought I heard something about that. What is, you just need something else to do? You bored? I just need something else to do. No, I don't know. I'm trying to, I'm going to try and get on with the fire department here pretty soon. Yeah? Yeah. Just, because something you want to do? Or I mean. Yeah, just something I want to do. Got, yeah. you going to, what, you got the. I'm trying to make my business passive. So yeah, yeah, that's what I was saying. Like, or gonna just ask. president. I'm, yeah, I got three people working for me now. Oh. Uh, appliance one and uh, the building stuff. I subcontract everything anyway, so I basically just am a glorified checkbook that decides when I'm satisfied and when it's time to write a check. Cool. <laughs> There's a lot more to it than that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no, I know. <laughs> no, I, think, I, I assumed that was all there was to it. <laughs> <laughs> right. On the surface, it seems yeah, also all, simple. On the surface, that's what I thought getting into it too. I was like, "Man, this is going to be easy," and it's not really. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah, problems increased by factors, not multiples. But anyways, so. Uh, I was gonna. What was I was gonna ask you something else? Oh, knee. Are you going to uh, any physical therapy at all? No, they just told me if it like uh, he said if I can. <clears throat> I mean, they started going to that mode where they're like, okay, let's deal with this pain. I'm like, I don't really, it's not really that intense, you know? It's not something that I feel like I can't push through. I just don't want to be tearing stuff. Mm-hmm. And he said, yeah, if it doesn't bother you, go for it. And it's it's just every once in a while when I make very specific movements, it kind of is like, yeah. you know, um, intense for a second and then goes away. And it's, Dude, you guys just the ISOs, man. Yeah. 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 He come he in. Said he, he said he thought it was just tendonitis. Well, that's code for they don't know what the fuck's yeah. going on. It's anytime they yeah. put it, usually when they put an itis on yeah. the end of something, it's usually yeah. an inflamed. Tendon. We know what's itis. going on. We don't know why, why it's going <laughs> yeah. on. So, which, uh, yeah, but um, yeah, he came in. What this last Saturday? Yeah, last Saturday. Grumpy guy, yeah. dude. If you got, I can't. I mean, I sound like a goddamn broken record these days <laughs> with the isometric shit, but. It's uh man one day of the banded stuff yeah and one day of the of the ramping the you know the belted stuff and man if you just did that twice a week oh yeah like you don't need 
that other uh, that other stuff. That other stuff, man. No, <laughs> just GPS guy. It's uh, it's kind of crazy. I mean, would you concur or what's? I mean, because if he's really busy, right? Like his deal is he's cardio, so busy. <laughs> no, I like. Yeah. That's what I've been doing mostly when I go to Mesa is cardio. Yeah. Yeah, if yeah. you're getting a lot of jiu-jitsu training in, I mean, we're not getting any younger, man. You, you can't be doing a ton of strength and conditioning because your body's going to give. Yeah. And so if you're getting a lot of – and a lot, I mean, we could debate whether how, how much is a lot. But if you're training, rolling a lot, yeah, just once or twice a week at the ISOs yeah. is plenty. And you could really – you could, you know, do some extra stuff. For your like, knee, you know, doing some single leg stability type stuff. Dude, yeah. So good for your knee. So good for your knee. You, dude, yeah. you'd be amazed how good it feels. Like, I've been, that's a big part of my rehab is, um, I used a lot of isometric shit. Yeah. Now, now, I mean, I'm still not back to wrestling yet, so I work out like a fucking idiot, like a maniac all the time. Um, yeah, you, you were I know that's why I can see you struggling <laughs> with like <laughs> is, is all you need isometrics because you've kind of forgotten like because yeah, I'm not wrestling. Yeah. I know, yeah, yeah. No, if you're not wrestling, then filling in the gaps with other Dude, stuff. Dude, spe- speaking of that, I got a like a blue collar hack like for us working folks. Do something I've been doing just this past two weeks. So like when I get home from work at night, and this is the advantage of having a gym out in my garage, right? Because I got everything I need out there. Yeah. And so like Monday night, I worked out Monday before I went to work. I got home, and I was like, man, I need to do some other shit. But it's like 9 o'clock at night, and I don't want to dedicate like a full hour to working out. Because I get home, I got to take care of all my shit in my lunchbox, repack stuff. Dude, you know, like, there's things to do. to do. Right? So, get this. Dude, this is fucking killer. Is oh, I just want to stop this. Mm-hmm. Um, so is what I did. This might be shit audio quality, but fuck it. It's got you, man. We're not quite a <laughs> professional podcast here. So is what I was doing. So I set up my... Back squat. So I went out in the garage. I do my back squat, and then I set my timer for. And I do back squats and then pull ups, and then I set the timer for two minutes rest. <laughs> and I come in, and in that two minutes, I was like taking care of all my shit I needed to in here, food prep this and that. Two minutes was up. <laughs> then I go back outside, do my set, and I just did that back and forth. So not because usually during your two minute rest, you're just fucking sitting there, not doing anything. You're just sitting there like a fucking dope, and I got shit to do. And so, shit to do. And so, you want a couple of coffee, James? Yeah, man, why not? And so, uh, yeah, man, I was... That's a good hack. I was coupling my fucking working out with my getting shit done during my rest, two-minute rest period. Nice. I was pretty pumped on that, man. I was like, man, I need to fucking sell a blue-collar workman instructional on this shit yeah. and how to do it. At that point, I think I'm working too much and I need to figure out how to work out less or work less. All right, here's you guys' coffee. You got some Laird Superfood Cacao Creamer, or I just got some milk. Yes. Black I'll take some cream. Cacao Creamer, man. Yeah, yeah, man. Hook me up. You know how to do it. Yeah, Rob's fucking coffee bar. Rob's here. coffee bar. Rob's coffee bar. Awesome. Spoons or oh, that one's clean. There's some in that drawer. So it's funny you mentioned pull-ups because I, I got to talk some shit about pull-ups. Why? You can't Why? Yep. Because <laughs> you got fucked up. Elbows. Exactly. So anything can't I can't do, I can't ride clipless pedals, so I talk shit about them and, and, and create a flat pedal. All right, so tell me why you think pull-ups Well, you know, I, I mean, I've talked about before. Like, what, what functional purpose do pull-ups serve? Getting over walls and stuff like that. How, but one wall one time. When are you doing 5, 10, 15, 20 in a row? So I'm not saying that I'm not saying a singular pull-up, the ability to pull your body weight up isn't functional. I'm saying the exercise of pull-ups where you are doing multiple reps in a row 
like what functional purpose does that serve? What what are you simulating in real life when you do that? American Ninja Warrior course, obviously. Again, though, man, like it's you pull yourself up and then you're doing something else, and then you pull yourself up, and even even climbing, you know, is like it's it's a it's a yeah, coordinated effort between the yeah climbing. exactly. I actually so, took some classes on that a long time ago. So I've been, uh, you know, I've, I've laughed at Rob about this a couple times because he loves his pull-ups. I do all sorts of versions of them. Oh, I know, dude, and your shoulders love them too. And uh, you're saying I'm getting jacked? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, is that what that is? <laughs> the, the tension. That's how I do yes. that. Um, no, no, no. But uh, so Kelly and I were talking about it the other night, and we came up with a, what it is. Okay, so say someone throws you down a well. Okay, and you got to climb up and say there's like a, a, a bar or there's something across the top of the well and you get to the top of the well and you grab it and now you got to pull yourself up and see if they're still there, right? They threw you down once and so you don't want them to throw you down again and say they're there and so you drop down and then you pull yourself back up to see if they're still there and then you, they're still there and you drop back down. So you may have to pull yourself up and down a few times before they leave so I stand corrected. There is a functional use for pull-ups. Okay. So if you find yourself down a well and you gotta repeatedly pull yourself up to see if the people who threw you down are still there, I can see why you need that in your program. So. Okay. So <laughs> I think this still falls into the category. James has fucked up elbows. He can't do pull-ups, so he tries to reason his way yeah. out of it. That's okay. Because they're they're a great strength building exercise. Are they? And what is strength? Don't get well, me started okay. on that, right? Okay, it's so a movement. You can't use a movement based. And so we've discussed to build we've, we've discussed the the term functional is kind of bullshit. Dysfunctional training, right? <laughs> right. And your training program should be filling gaps that you're not doing in your outside life. So unless you are getting regularly thrown down a well and having to look for your assailant up right. above, you're not doing reps of pulling yourself to the top. So your training program you should need to fill that yourself you need, for in case that happens. Thing. For said well for yes. said well throwing. I agree. I agree. That's <laughs> what I'm saying. I stand corrected. There is a functional use for pull ups and it is the multiple pull up out to of the check well. out of the well um, solution. So yeah, I guess, uh, you know, climbing over dryers and washers sometimes, but I use my legs too, so that's not Yeah, really yeah. Good. I switch it up. Like, I, would, I, did, I did supine rows today. Like, you know, I got the, the ropes, like a, basically Olympic rings, but I got yeah. ropes hanging, and I put my lower half, my feet up on the Swiss ball that Corey's sitting on, mm. and, you know, so my, my body's parallel to the earth, and I did supine rows like that. Yeah. That was my pulling today, you know, so. Yeah, I mean, I think there's definitely, like, uh, you need to be able to pull yourself up. Mm -hmm. I just, again, if we're talking functional training, right? Like, what are you simulating? Because that you should be saying, like, okay, well, when I'm doing a deadlift, I'm simulating picking something up off the ground. When I'm doing a squat, I'm. But that, that's bullshit too. Because how often is a weight on that bar? Well, in front exactly, of you? right. Like, right. so that's the whole. Again, you can do like, that with every exercise. It's made up gym bullshit, right? And on some level, like right. that's why. Picking up a transmission, <laughs> but again, like it's not balanced. Right? Yeah. Like, what's more? And, and so again, it's all on a spectrum. Like, if you're if you're looking like back in the day when we did bodybuilding training and it was training by anatomy, right? So you did hamstrings and quads, and you're doing leg curls and and leg extensions and uh, shit like that. You know, is a deadlift more functional for an athlete than 
a you know leg curl or leg extension right like all things being equal right like right. you can always create a scenario where you could argue either point but i would say yeah right but then is well is doing like a sandbag or like lifting a rock or something like that is that more functional than a deadlift I would, you know i would say like yeah probably you know and so like for you you know the most functional things picking up a transmission right like that's what you fucking do yeah. right so if you're talking about functional training and you're basically talking about practicing functional movement the most functional movement that you fucking do is what you do what you do for a living what you do in your everyday life and for your sport and stuff like that and so that's why like i i i am convinced like using movement-based training to build strength is the wrong way to go about it like if you're moving you're not building strength you're building uh movement you're you're, you're working on like that your ability to apply tension to a movement not the actual skill of creating tension and how you're creating the tension so like isometrics is the only way to work on that like elemental nature of strength which is tension right and then everything else is applying tension to a movement and if you're trying to use a movement to build strength then you're kind of going about it backwards I, yeah i agree and i but i see like you got to be strong through movement and i think if you if you were to only say go if you went extreme if you were to all your strength training was isometrics mm -hmm. of some version you mm -hmm. know you know yielding ramping whatever the, whatever you did and then my sport and, and then your sport right but then and i never did a deadlift so my deadlift sucked anything else yep i think you're missing some things man i, I you know if yeah i'm not saying you got to go heavy power lifter style but i just think one for one thing as we get older we lose muscle mass it just it's proven yeah. And I think doing some bodybuilder type stuff and trying to maintain muscle mass as we get older is fucking important, man. It is. But what's not the, only that you look fucking jacked. Time under tension is the most important factor for that. And what's better for time under tension than isometrics? True. So again, like we're but, talking I so for me, I feel like the argument is I think isometrics are a big rock. Like they're mm -hmm. a major big rock. But not the only rock. They're not the only big rock, right? right? And so for me, it's like if if you're going to pick one rock that you're going to lean on, I'd pick that one over a movement-based uh, program. Like if you're going to pick one, like, right? If you're going to pick one or the other and your goal is to build strength for some sort of functional purpose like doing a sport like jiu-jitsu, I would pick the isometric one. I think that you would get more from doing isometrics plus your sport and your chance of injury is going to be less, your ability to put more energy into training, the, the amount of time you have to put into training, all that stuff is going to be better with an isometric program than a movement-based program. But optimal is to use both, right? Right. But you, you have to have that isometric foundation and then you add in the movement-based stuff and, and on top of that. And, but that's not how it's looked at in the strength training world, right? Like it's movement-based shit is your foundation. foundation. And then sprinkled in is isometrics. Isometrics might be like this little thing at the top, right? And so that's where I think people get all fucked up. But that's why I think it would you need it because it would help you get that foundation good, that yeah. you need. And then you may not even, you may find that you don't need to spend as much time doing other shit. In the last couple weeks. Like, Mahler's phone. Mahler's phone. This is part of our unprofessional. We've had a very unprofessional podcast today, but... That's all right. You can take a business call, man. No, it's just Yeah, don't let our podcast stop. <laughs> <laughs> that's for sure. I got an edit button here. It's super easy to fix. So, 
But yeah, that's um, the more I get into it, man. The more I realize that that's that's the uh, that's the thing. You need those isometrics to build that foundational element of strength, and then you can use the movement stuff to apply that to different stuff. But like. I, and, and again, like I do, I think that a big element that people are missing is play, right? So just going out and going on a fucking hike and like just- Like a mace run? Yeah, like a mace run, exactly. You're going out and you're like picking up rocks and you're throwing shit and you're like, you know, if you're doing stuff like that, and so like that's movement, like uh, again, so like you can fill in, it doesn't all have to be in the gym, right? Like, so I'd rather be lifting fucking rocks than doing deadlifts. Like, every time I try to do deadlifts with a fucking bar, man, like, it, my back does not like it. You know what I like better is uh, single leg deadlifts with, like, kettlebells. Yeah. You know, like, kettlebell on each side of your lead leg. Yeah. You know, like, and yeah. Then, and, and kind of you're like, inside the weight. You, so you're the inside the weight. In front of yeah, you. you're inside the weight like a uh, trap bar yep. deadlift, right? Yep. But doing single leg, dude, for, you know, for getting your leg strong and stable, coming back from knee injuries, fucking yeah. money, dude. Yeah. It's really good. Single leg stuff, yeah. I mean, the... Yeah, that the the time stuff, man, like the lunges and just doing like body weight squat holds and stuff. That's uh it's it literally changes how your body's recruiting muscles to to be there. So it uh yeah. Got to have it in there. But anyways, I got some shit I'm working on. I'll give you some yeah, some workouts. And and you still the thing is, is like the bands, like if you're going to you do movement-based training, like you can use bands for all that shit. Like you don't have to have weights and bands are great for like a bunch of different reasons. But you know, one, it, because they get harder as you move through the range of motion, like you're actually working the full range of motion more fully. Like with a dead weight, there's only one point in the range of motion you're maximally overloading. And so you're exposing all the other links in the chain to like less than optimal loading and so again, if you're saying like, well, I need to, you know, be strong through the full movement, it's like, well, doing regular deadlifts isn't really getting you strong through the full movement. It's, you know, getting, it's, you're doing the movement, but you can only argue that you're getting stronger in one point of the movement because that's the weak link. That's the point that's getting overloaded. That's the only thing that's actually, you know what I mean? Like the rest of the movement isn't actually getting stronger. Well, and that's why, you know. Like the West Side guys, you know, they do rack pulls, you know, lifts yeah. off pins, different heights, yep. you know, deadlifts at a deficit. They'll be up yeah. on fucking plates and boxes and shit for that exact principle. Right. You know, it's because when you are doing deadlifts, it is. But again, their sport is lifting their sport weights. Is lifting that weight. <laughs> they're, they're, that is their move. Yes. That, yeah. Mean, that's like us drilling arm bars. Exactly. So if you peel back, like what they're doing, what what is practicing their sport versus strength? What maybe. are they doing to kind of build those foundational elements of strength? And, and you were to separate those things, like you would see the isometrics and the bands and the chains were the things that they were using for that. And then they had others, you know, like the heavy, a lot of their weightlifting shit was practicing like specific shit for lifting weights. Mm -hmm. And if that's your sport. And so for us, you can get rid of all that shit and just put in jujitsu. And see, I think that's a lot. That's of the formula. We've talked about that before. I think a lot of people fuck that up. Is they they look at strength training programs and they see they get strength training strength training programs from people that that is their sport is strength right. based sport. And so that's oh, that's what they're yeah, doing. That's what I should do. Olympic like, lifting, yeah, like, powerlifting. You're missing yeah. the picture. You're missing the big picture here. You know. That, no. 
So you try to custom tailor all your stuff to jujitsu, both of you? Yes. Basically, kind of. I mean, basically, it's not really that we custom tailor. It's not the workouts. It's not like I'm going like, I mean, kind of yes, kind of no, but it's more like I'm looking at how to, every, my workout program has to help my jujitsu. Yeah, it can't it take sense. From it. And, yeah. and so if it's if I'm coming if it's if I'm coming in sore and tired, if I'm you know running the risk of an injury or something mm-hmm. like that, like that's not really helping my jujitsu. So <laughs> he's uh, just he doesn't like the ceiling fan. This is a new thing for him. He's a, he's a new dog. He just came home okay, Wednesday. Me. Yeah, and I, I don't think in his shelter life and his previous life he was exposed to ceiling fans. Yeah, <laughs> so, no. so once in a while he'll catch sight of it out of the corner of his eye, and he's like, "Wait a second. Yeah, so he did that yesterday. He was looking at the ceiling fan, and then he realized that he's like, "Oh, there's other shit up there," and he saw my my surround sound speakers up in the corner. Dude, he was staring at my surround sound speaker for like fucking ten minutes. Like, what is that thing up there? Sorry. No, no, man. Derailed their conversation there. Yeah. No, that's uh, that's it. I mean, because one of the problems is is people go like, oh, I got to get stronger to improve my sport. And so they start trying to lift to get stronger, right? And so, but there was a good quote I read the other day. It's like, when a measurement starts to be used as a goal, it's no longer a good measure. And so if you're looking at, okay, a good jiu-jitsu athlete is, if you were to measure them, they tend to have better strength to body weight ratios than than your average guys, right? So they can deadlift more weight. And so then you look at it and you're like, well, the better guys can deadlift more weight. So that means that if I deadlift more weight, I'll be better at jujitsu. And so then the deadlift becomes the goal. You start lifting to yeah, improve yeah. your deadlift. And that's the now it's no longer a good measurement. Like it should be like something you go back and check on occasion to see like, is my overall program doing what it needs to be doing? And if it is, you'll be able to deadlift more weight without trying to deadlift more weight. But if you're, and if you're not, then you should be going back to your overall program being like, well, what is, you know, why do I not have the strength to weight ratios that I, that I need, you know, to be successful at the sport. Um, but yeah, that's where we get backwards. That's, you know, I've fallen into that trap. It's yeah, I've super easy. That trap. It's really yeah. Easy. You're like, if I'm stronger, I'll be better. And so what's the best way to get stronger? Oh, I'll, I need to lift more weight. So that becomes the goal. And, and that's again, why I like the isometrics for strength, because there is no, you're not lifting weights, you're building strength in a, in a safe way. And then you're using the movement based stuff just to practice movement. And so you're not going 100% on it because there's no need to. And so you keep yourself safe because you're not pushing the limits. Like, you, you know, you are, if you're, if you're trying to use, like if you're trying to use deadlifts to get stronger, you have to lift some fucking weight, right? But if you're just using it to practice picking shit up off the ground, it's like, eh, whatever. I'm just, I lift what allows me to do it right, yeah. right? Like doing arm bars, only go as fast as you can do it right. Only lift as much weight as you can do it right. Like if you're practicing something, it's different, but if we're trying to use arm bars to get in shape, right? Like, yeah, yeah, right. I mean, you can see that though. Like, you look at someone who's really good at the arm bar drill, and they're like, and you're like, oh, they can get in fifty in a minute or whatever. I'm just pulling a number right. out of my ass, and uh, and then you're looking at it, and you go, well, if I can do fifty in a minute too, I'm gonna be better. Like the better guys can do this. So I'm going to train to do that. And you're just like, that's your goal. 
you know, like instinctively, you know, like that's the wrong way to go about it. Like as your arm bars get better and as your movement gets better and all, as these other things get better, that drill will get better. So that drill is just a measurement. It's not the goal. And so, but that's what, how we get it turned around in the gym. We go in and we're like, like, oh, the better guys can lift more weight. So I need to lift more weight. And it's like, no, dude, you don't need to do the arm bar drill faster, right? You need to get better at your arm bars. Like you need to get better at moving. You need to get better at the foundational stuff behind that. And then that'll just fucking manifest itself. So it's the platonic versus Aristotelian approach, right? So Plato's more like... Plato versus Aristotle. Yeah, yeah. Aristotle's very numbers driven. <clears throat> Plato's like the forms, like what is the perfect jujitsu player? You know, if I focus on that, this other shit will take care of itself. But Aristotle says, no, I can break down the perfect jujitsu player by the numbers and then let's focus on that. And it's not that either one, they're both right, right? Like you gotta see both, what you gotta figure yeah. out what fits you, what method For sure. For yeah. How program. would you know your program's not working if you're not measuring something? Right. Right. But if you if you think the measurements are all that there are, then you miss part of it too. So it's, uh, it's interesting. Yeah. I guess when I really get going, I just, I mostly just like jujitsu is my whole workout. Yeah. Well, it should you be. Know. It's fucking fun. That's yeah. what we like to do. You know what I mean? But dude, what's a better way to get, get yeah. exercise than trying to strangle yeah. your friends while they're trying to strangle you? Like it's fun as shit, man. It's fun. You know, I think another good thing, you know, I introduced Nate to this past week was uh, my stick mobility stuff. Yeah. Oh, right. On. Yeah, I got it. I even uh, Nate took one of my sticks home. Oh, sweet. To use, and I think he said he's gonna order one. I just gave him like a real cursory, like five minute introduction. Yeah. I'll have to run you through some stuff, dude. Those, I don't know if you've seen them out in my garage yet. They're, these, they're basically just big PVC pipes with fucking rubber on the ends. Yeah. That's really what they are. But then they they put your sticker on them, and then they charge you fucking eighty bucks for them. But they're they're a good tool. They they really are. I think you know working on mobility stuff. I think would be helpful for you too. Probably, yeah. Yeah. I do a shit ton of that I mean, stick I mobility. Get a, I haven't yeah. gotten a stick yet. You I just got my broomstick? broomsticks. That was one thing they said at the, the doctors. They were actually surprised of my flexibility, but they look at old shot up veterans all day too. So yeah. <laughs> but yeah, he was when he was looking at my knees. Like, yeah, you're really flexible for compared to most of the people. You see well, dude, you're active. Like, you're yeah, doing you're, jiu-jitsu. You're a pretty healthy individual. You know, you're. You kind of have to. It's really hard if you do jujitsu for. Which is funny because right now I don't feel like <laughs> I feel like super unhealthy. I know I'm not like like my out of shape is com- you know comparable to a lot of other people's like in shape. Tip top condition. <laughs> yeah, tip top condition. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, I definitely don't feel like I've been doing enough. So. Yep. Well, you... but I guess that never really ends, does it? it never ends. Never ends. That's how I came into me packing my lunchbox in, in my two-minute rest sets. Yeah. I'm out there doing yes. cur- curls for the girls and then coming in, fucking packing my lunchbox and out there fucking doing some more curls. Yeah. Getting jacked. 10 Dude. o'clock at night out there lifting weights. So that's much one of thing. It, that's man. probably one thing that's, that's fallen off the wagon lately is my diet, too. My yeah. diet sucks lately. It consists of pretty much whatever... Uh, Lunch place happens to be closest to where I'm at. Ah, that's <laughs> what it See, is. You got to plan. You got to plan, man. You got to plan, brother. To eat, to eat, dude. Us working folks. I mean, if you want to be healthy, man, it takes a fair amount of planning. Yeah, and, no, and I, you got to plan and pack. Like, yeah. there's no way around it because that they because you think you can have good discipline. Like, oh, I'll find something healthy to eat when I get hungry. 
the hungrier you get and the more crunch on time you got, you're like, oh, look, there's fucking Freddy's steak and shake over there. Let's go hit Freddy. You know what I mean? And then yeah. you just, that's, a, I, I don't falter from that, man. Like I fucking, every weekend I meal prep, I pack all my fucking lunches five for five days. Like even I didn't, I don't work today. I still got fucking lunches packed. I'm ready to fucking rock and roll. You know what I mean? Like it's, you have to. Yeah. Like if you want to be healthy, you fucking. With, uh, nutritionist, me and my wife here. Are you? Yeah. We uh, actually, we had some uh, genetic testing done. So, I'm what? sorry, dude. What did they find? Yeah, what did they yeah. <laughs> sorry. Yeah. Bulge. Yes, I haven't yet. <laughs> you haven't seen the console yet. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, what, is it like a, uh, a genetic test to see what diet's going to be good for you? Mm-hmm. Like food yeah. you stay, is it a food allergen test? No, no, I'm going to find out he's like 12% African or something. <laughs> no, it's not like that kind of a genetic oh. it's, it's, it's not oh, a it's not a 23 and me. Oh. The, the whole point of it is supposed to be able to tell me like what kind of nutrients my body absorbs the best. Yeah, oh, okay. I've heard of these, yeah. 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 So I'll, I'll let you know how it goes. That's fucking sweet. Where'd you get that done at? Uh, Amy Hill Fife, physical therapy. Huh, how much that run you if you don't mind me asking? 500 each. Oh, really? It ain't cheap, yeah, it's then, not huh? cheap, no. <laughs> Well, I'm yeah, gonna get commitment like five hundred dollars. No, I'll bet you'll do what she says at least for a bit. She might tell you you're good to eat donuts, and then you're fucked. You're gonna be eating donuts like crazy. Yeah, I've already been eating donuts. Like crazy, <laughs> so nothing really changed that much. Yeah, James likes his donuts. That's why I brought them. Oh, I like donuts, man. Donuts are the best, dude. I just can't have them around. That's the thing. Yeah, you freaking like I try to tell my you know my, my wife when she goes to the store sometime like grab me a donut and then she'll come back with like oh, after yeah. they close it all out you know if one yeah. of those things is six. It's and such I'm a great like, deal. It's yeah, like, no, I don't. It doesn't matter. <laughs> dude, I, yeah. Because I'll eat them if there's yeah, if there's four fucking. Of them will be gone before, yeah, <laughs> before dude, we even go to bed. Something. Oh, we were at Target the other day, and there was a sugar cookie that was calling my name. Yeah. And Kelly's like, "We can get this box of sugar cookies for like, you know, just a little bit more." <laughs> and I'm like, "No, no, no! You don't understand. I'm not looking for the best deal. I like, I want this one sugar cookie, That's it. and I don't want yeah. it anymore. Because I if I buy twelve, Ooh. guess what? I mean, no, ten yeah, of those. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Ten of those in like ten minutes. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> On the way home, and then your stomach hurts. Yeah, yeah I've yeah. been there. Yeah, man, it's those habits. That, that Atomic Habits book was great. That's like, a good book. Yeah. Oh yeah, I read that too. Did you? Have you read it, James yeah. Clear? It's yeah. a good book. I got Shiloh. Power of Habit? Now. No, no. Atomic Habits. habits. Atomic Habits? Yeah, po- yeah, the Power Habits. That's a good one, too. That's, that's a good a one, too. One. That's a little older. Dude, that's been a, out for a few God, years. Is that the Stephen Covey book? I can't remember who wrote that. No, no it's not Stephen Covey. It's... I forget. I, I listened to the audio book. It was a while back. But, yeah, the main takeaway I had from that is, like, you can't break bad habits. You, you have to replace them with other habits. Like You're talking, you, you're talking Atomic Habits? No, no, no. no like, like, the Power, power Habit yeah, or whatever. Habit, yeah. yeah. Like, you know, you're not... And, and within that, like creating good habits is centered around like your environment and the triggers in it. And so, uh, so yeah, it's all, you're not going to break a bad habit. You got to create an environment where you're going to have a good habit take its place yep. instead. And so that's, uh, I know Shiloh, <laughs> we had to hit a hard reset on her, man. She was just, had all these bad habits and so I walk into a room and I'm like it's just covered so much shit man and it starts when they're little kids right like they just you get, they just get toys and then more toys and then they get I stuffed animals I try to stop them from getting toys and more Ooh. toys it doesn't work it doesn't everybody work. that comes over to our house brings our kids something oh I'm my like, god yeah stop so please. they grow up in this chaotic environment 
And then all of a sudden they're 14 years old and just completely at the mercy of their habits. And I was like, that's it. We're getting rid of everything. And so we <laughs> got stripped everything down, got rid of everything off of her desk and off her bookshelves. And I was like, everything that's not essential for everyday life and school, you got to get rid of. And uh, so we got her putting out her workout clothes at night before she gets up and she got her Kindle sitting there because she's got to get back on her hour of power as we call it. She's got her meditation and then she does a workout and then she reads or does, you know, something like if she, you know, is doing like some online art class or something, but something to like expand her, her, uh, her skill sets. Because without it, man, she'll just fall into what's comfortable. And God, dude, it's, that's the hardest thing is getting out of that rut. So hard reset on the environment. Just went Spartan. It's awesome. Yeah. I know I saw you last night or yesterday. I knew you'd like it. This is Uncle Rob style. So it's environment, man. So much of your, what you do, your habits, you don't realize what all the triggers that you have in place that are just around your house and just your everyday life. Yeah. Until you sit down and think about it, dude, you don't realize it. You don't even realize some of your habits until you really think about it. And you know, next thing you're just doing something, you're like, "Why the fuck am I? Why am I doing this right now? Yeah. What, is, what is happening? What's going on? <laughs> what is what going do I on? really want? Yeah, yeah. I know. And then, dude, you get kids. That is like that's the hardest thing, man. Like they, they introduce you can't you lose control of your environment. Yeah. Like once you introduce kids, I mean, on some level, you lose control of it when you introduce like a significant other. And, but you know, there's usually some compatibility and stuff or else you wouldn't have. God, you hope so, right? <laughs> you would hope so, right? You just, hope. You, one would think. One would think. But let's, just, let's say it was, <laughs> but, you know, some, on somewhat, right? Or, or at least it's things that don't, that you can overlook, right? So that opposites attract thing can be true. But then you get kids, man, and you just have no, you have no fucking control over these people. Like they are completely individual people you like you can see like they come out of the box a certain way like you have some influence mm-hmm. but it's not you know it's like 50 50 maybe mm-hmm. and but now you've got these people these other human entities <laughs> living in your space <laughs> and and they're completely unreasonable right you can't right how are you gonna reason with a kid you sound you like you just had kids man like it's all novel <laughs> well no 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 man it's just it's just it's a, what i think about it it's an interesting situation because you do you have to be super extra diligent when you become a parent because i mean how many people like having kids is one of the things it's like man you, you have snack foods around mm-hmm. all the time you know your, your environment is so easy to let your environment become a mess because it's just constant fighting like to pick stuff up or you know whatever and and uh you get busy so you got to have you got to carve out that time you, you have to have yeah. the time to do the things for yourself and if you don't have stuff set up to do that right yeah so it's definitely more work half the time to make them clean their stuff up than it is for you to do it but oh, yeah but you have to do it I, you know i uh. we had to have that fight with my wife several times i'm like no make them do it you know even though it's more work now because I'm later to, on yeah. i mean because yeah, you got to teach them yeah, we're yeah. a parent, man. We're not just running a corporation. Right. We're actually, you know, it's not just <laughs> the most efficient thing is this. It's like, no, we're trying to, like, raise 
good kids and teach them some lessons. And we have like probably an easier time with the snacks because my kids have such a specific diet they have to follow. So oh yeah, oh, that's right. You, they got a lot yeah, of food allergies. allergies. Both your my, kids. My older one's not that bad. She's allergic to cheese. Uh, but the younger one, I mean, she's allergic to so many things that, like, anaphylaxis type type of allergies. Like severe. Yeah. Huh? yeah, she's had it a couple times too. Damn. A couple, couple times she's had to get stuck with the EpiPen. Was that kind of what, motiv- what motivated you guys to get this test done? This. No, the motivation for the test was just. I guess I need someone to tell me what to eat. I'm I'm terrible at cooking. I could have done that, man. You could have you put you could have gave me two fifty, and I'd have fucking set you up. <laughs> Five hundred from the twosie. Five hundred from both of you. I could have cut you a deal, boy. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean I've heard about in top level athletes, you know that genetic stuff. So I kind of wanted to see what uh what it would be like like what they end up saying I mean half of me thinks it's like witch doctor science too <laughs> no I mean I think see. there's something to it yeah hey, I think there is I'd be I mean, in there I'm, that's cool di- you're doing yeah. it yeah people are all different so yeah. you know nobody absorbs everything the same and nobody no that's what I'm saying man you're gonna you find know? out you're 12% African you should be eating ostrich or something <laughs> like that dude I don't know <laughs> yeah what are you gonna do if that comes back Ostrich meat. <laughs> How specific is this? I'll be interested to hear what they. Like, yeah, I would be here. Like, yeah, exactly. I don't think it's gonna be like that specific. It's more like a balance of proteins and, you know, like yeah. whether you need more meat or. Right. Which is like interesting. I think that's another reason we we kind of did it because uh, we you know started talking about what we eat all the time and I like to eat meat a whole heck of a lot more and I feel better when I do. It's not just like, you know, something to do to do um, because it's tastes good it's like I actually feel better when I eat meat than pasta and my wife is like almost 100% pasta all the time it's like nothing but noodles noodles and really? more noodles yeah. and she's a little girl too it's not like she's mm-hmm. a big girl and she's got some allergies too so I think uh, it makes up for you know some of the stuff that she can't eat probably because she's got to eat all gluten free pasta and so I have to eat gluten-free pasta because she has to eat gluten-free pasta. Either that or we make, you know, seven different types of spaghetti. And, uh, yeah, that stuff is not good. <laughs> yeah, I don't care what they say. It's, not, it's not the same, stuff man. It's just like she's all excited because, she, you know, they make some, like, gluten-free chocolate. I'm, like, ate one one day, and I was like, man. Chocolate doesn't have gluten in it, does it? We're not uh, – Shouldn't I guess you're right. It's not for the gluten. It was for is it, the co- for is it like a, like yeah, a cookie like, or something like yeah. yeah yeah that's what yeah yeah, yeah it was glu- cookies the gluten free chocolate yeah, cookies Latino cookies that's what it was garbage you compare that <laughs> you, you compare that to a regular homemade yeah. chocolate chip cookie you're like you might as well be getting I mean, eaten poison like this what is episode this? is not brought to you by Glutino's <laughs> cookies sorry sorry Glutino's people if you are gluten free and you need to eat a snack that's not yeah. bad but if yeah. you can eat a real chocolate chip cookie yeah. everything's relative man true I think that's nah, what it is when I'm really in a snack mood I'll grab one of those and be like I guess <laughs> like this is what we got so yeah see it's all contextual I'll, have, yeah, I'll con- yeah, I don't know. A lot of it's uh, like we were talking about the timing thing, and that's what I've been paying attention to. A lot of like really top level performers put their, uh, you know, in business world that is, I suppose jujitsu and athletics too, but put like everything on the schedule, like including time to relax. 
Yeah. All yep. planned out from freaking start to finish, and that's what I've kind of been doing a little bit of. But Carve it out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or carve out that time. Yeah. I mean, I'll tell you, I, there's a fine line, right? Like, because, again, there's a tension between the two extremes. Like, yeah. no planning at all versus, like, down to every Over 15 planning. minutes, you know exactly what you're doing. Like, mm-hmm. I, and I've tried both, and it's just, it's difficult to maintain. Yeah. Especially if you have a family, man. Like, I just, I hate to say it, but so many people oh, yeah. who are... Your family derails you from that Oh, stuff. my God. Like, yeah, nothing, man. Like, what are you going to do? Business. It's just like... Like, oh, no. Oh, I'm sorry, sick daughter. I can't, like, help you today. You're not on the schedule. Like, you know, <laughs> yeah. I'm supposed I, to be... I got my bench press scheduled in. Yeah. I'm, 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 I'm going to get jacked. I got to fuck... Yeah, whatever fucking, <laughs> you know, business, business uh-huh. thing I got. And so, it's... Uh, yeah, y'all, you definitely got to find the balance between it. It's something I had to do too. Was, yeah, uh, I had to, just recently, man. The last because you you find yourself floating right between yeah. the extremes, and I'd, I'd gotten way too floaty. Is uh, Rob and I have come to term the schedule like because you're you're in the same boat I am, where you are your boss, and you know if it, there's you have some things on the schedule, but there's not like a whole lot of super hard times. And I'm, I'm just yeah. assuming, you know, so you don't have to be like a lawyer where you're like, you got business meetings here, meetings here and all these calls yeah. scheduled and shit. So it's like, you can have a little more flexibility. No, with it's it. a lot of project coordination is what, right. That's like, the growth from this whole year is what, you know, we've started employing people. And so it used to be like that for me where it was kind of like, regimented you know where i had to be with service calls and stuff like that and now it's kind of like i could do nothing all day <laughs> so, speaking wanted, of that yeah. speaking of that but, like if you have to go because we oh, hijacked no, you for this podcast don't hesitate to fucking speak up no, <laughs> i was planning on pretty much taking it easy today anyway so all right perfect to see yeah that's right rob's got some fucking two friends who can mm. just come over and hang out in the middle of a friday afternoon and yep. do yeah. a podcast so it's funny. It is kind of funny. <laughs> but, yeah, no, you got to get that some sort of, uh, even if it's just like a goal for the day, because you have different buckets of shit you got to do, or yeah. at least I find like for myself, and so, you know, for me, yeah, I got to create content, <laughs> I got like, you know, think about marketing shit, so it's like Mondays is content creation, Tuesdays is, you know, blah, blah, and I may not schedule it out like... You know, oh, from ten to noon, I'm gonna be working on this. But the uh, I'll get like my big three, like the three things I gotta get done the next day. Yeah, and then just make sure I check those off. Usually before I even check, I started doing that before I even check email, yeah, or text or anything. Man, it's been that's been great. I haven't checked my email yet today. It's that's nice, awesome. man. I check mine every like five minutes usually. I've been getting away from it, you know, because I got somebody to do that for me now. But that's uh, you know, we were. Uh, yeah, like learning to not spin my wheels is a lot has been a lot of it. Like at some point you've done all the marketing you can do, you've done all the you know, calling and asking people why they're not on your project that you can do. And you just got to let it go instead of just thinking about it like you know, cuz you'll spend like 6 7 hours just freaking going over the same loop in your head of like you know, this is the move I'm going to make tomorrow. This is the you know, this is what I'm going to do about this. This is what I'm going to do about that. And you won't get anything accomplished. It's pointless. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You make the calls you got to make, you know, 
set the stuff in motion that you got to set in motion and then tell you know decide the next day if it works and kind of you know, go from there again and yeah i have let shit go kind of have a hard time you know taking time to relax but i'm getting better at it you know that's been one major development this year it's just like i'm gonna let it go i'm gonna let the people i put in place do what i put them in place to do and so not stress about it yeah not stress about it well yeah like, i'm a firm believer man you only have so many like decision points in a day yeah. i always label them as decision points like basically you wake up in the morning and you got 100 decision points or whatever the number is 100 nice round number and every little decision you make eats up some fucking points where you know from the shirt you wear yeah that might only eat up a point or two but you might have some big decisions that eat up like 10 or 20 points dude and i feel that way because by the end of the day sometimes on my work days i get home you know nine ten o'clock at night I'm not making any fucking adequate decisions. You know, somebody asked me, like, hey, what are you doing tomorrow about this? I'm like, man, I don't fucking care. You just tell me what to do. You know what I mean? Just tell me what time to be. Because you only got so many, so much resources, you know, like battery life. You know, you might be up physically moving and doing stuff, but you're not mentally capable or emotionally super strong to take care of shit. Yeah. Maybe that's just me, but. You can feel the difference in the energy level it takes, too. Yep. To just spin your wheels and stress out about stuff. Stress takes a lot of energy. Yeah. And then you, like, you, you end yeah. up finding yourself stressing out about shit that you really can't control. Yeah. You know, and I think it's kind of what you're saying. Like, you put the certain things in place. Yeah. You hire people. You do this. Yep. And then you can sit there obsess over it. Fuck, is he going to do this right? Or, yeah. gonna, you know, bubble. And that's not doing you any good. You just well, got to kind of let the see what happens. Yeah. You, I mean, that you have a little more control over. I think the things, like, I'm more referring to is, like, how much, you know, call stream is coming into it you know the appliance business like it's like okay we need to up the marketing and we do some stuff you got to wait to see what the results are like it's a, you no matter how much i think about it like the Lag. schedule doesn't get full by me just staring at a computer screen and trying to figure out you know like why we're not getting this or why we're not getting that coming in and yeah that's a tough thing man because yeah when you're doing <laughs> when you're the technician it's like you can just yeah, I put in more hours, right? I know that if yeah. I'm working and, and when you're... Because, yeah, yeah, there's yeah, a lag. I'm trying to keep other people's schedules full. Yeah, there's a and lag between your decision and the results from it. And it's tough to do something like today that's going to see results today or tomorrow yeah. kind of thing. Yeah, and, you know, when you're the only technician, you can go home and you're not, you know, burning up somebody's paycheck. But, like, if I send my people home, you know, like... Once in a while, it's cool, but if it starts getting, you know, like half week here, half week there, they're going to start looking for somebody else to work for. Yeah. So, you know, I got to, like, find them stuff to do or, like, keep them employed even though they're not... Making you know, money. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Go organize the trucks, re-inventory this, re-inventory that, like, clean some stuff. Keep them there so that they're not tempted to go look for something else to do. Yeah. Is that one tech you hired working out pretty good? The Because you hired him like uh, last year when we were snowboarding and shit. Yeah, like, no, I guess it was the beginning he, of this year. He left me, and Did I got you? two other ones. I got one guy that came over to me from Sears and then just hired another one. So I got an office manager and two techs. So it's it's pretty healthy re- weekly payroll, you know. It gets sideways fast when... <laughs> the fucking Ben Daddy Enterprises over here. Man. I know, <laughs> man. Check this out. I know. <laughs> it's pretty sweet. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I, I I I follow a lot of like uh, I don't know, read a lot of uh, Gary Vaynerchuk stuff and Grant Cardone and like different people like that to try and 
you know, I'm always trying to figure out how I can amplify this process and like never really satisfied at how quick it's going, you know, like it's not, and it's funny how like when you really set goals, like it kind of tends to work, like maybe not exactly where you want it to be, but somewhere in the general vicinity of where you had it. Like I said, I was going to try and have three texts by the end of the year. And I've got two in an office manager so far. I, I don't think a third one's coming in, but, you know, it's better having that goal than having, you know, like if I didn't have a goal, I probably wouldn't have, you know, yeah. I'd probably still be with one tech. And I, I, I think the thing that just made me decide to bring in the second one is that um, it was uh, like I didn't want to be too reliant on one, you know? Like, oh, I was yeah. like, because that's what happened with the first guy we were talking about. He quit, not really suddenly. I mean, he, he gave me his two weeks and everything, but it was a bit of a shock because I thought he was pretty happy and everything was going smooth. And then he's like, his life situation changed and uh, he needed a job with uh, health insurance, which I don't have the capability to provide yet. And so he was like, I'm out in two weeks. And I was like, man, this is really like kind of just torpedoed everything I was doing. So now I got more than one, you know, so now I got more more resources and the more resources you get, like if you look at like big companies, they don't think about it, like the top level guys come in, make some decisions and then like wait for the results to come in, you know? Yeah. <laughs> but the bigger the ship is, the quicker it crashes, you know? It's like, <laughs> it's like when you're something small and agile, you can adjust a lot faster right. and the bigger you get, yeah. the more... The harder it is to like that's why these giant companies go under before they even realize what's going on you know you lose like billions of dollars one month and then all of a sudden like they're like hey we've got no money <laughs> like how did that happen it takes a long time yeah. to steer a big yeah, ass shit yeah man. exactly but yeah no it's uh it's true now i remember running my gym had the same <laughs> thing man had trainers and you know, if they called in sick or something, it's like, hey, who's who's next on decks? Like, oh yeah, it's me. So yeah, you got to have a couple. <clears throat> Start to realize, like, as the owner, you're basically trying to put a couple levels between you and being the one who does the work. Yeah. Because otherwise, yeah. it uh, it's kind of an illusion almost. Because if there's just one person between you and the work. Mm-hmm. And there's no other buffer zone. It's almost, it's kind of an illusion because if that person yeah. goes or they get sick, it's like no, you're really back there. You're you're the backup. You're on the bench. Like you're not really out of it. You're on the bench, and that's different than being out of the rotation completely. And uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, and then, and you gotta let your people do what you put them in place to do. That's another mistake I see a lot of these guys make. Like there's a a hotel I was actually gonna buy, and. Uh, <laughs> I was watching, you know, I was going to run it like a hotel without the hotel and, you know, run it on Airbnb so that, like, there's no, like, office staff. Like, Mm -hmm. you don't need somebody there 24-7 to check you in because payroll's a huge expense. And so they had somebody there checking people in and they had somebody else sitting behind that person checking people in, dissatisfied with the way they were doing it the entire time. So it's like you might as well not even have that guy there if you're going to want to do everything yourself, you know, like basically he's just there. So you've got like a feel like you have a buffer between you and the customer. And I see so much of that. 
like everywhere, like all around different, you know, different businesses. You know, I see like, especially service companies. And I can use technology to create that buffer. Oh, yeah. Like, so like the exactly. Airbnb thing is, yeah. is that, uh, like it's basically serving as that check-in mm-hmm. person. So yeah. And it's, it's, it's funny. Like the customers, obviously I, I, I know you feel the same way without the customers, there's no money. So it's not that we don't yeah. like our customers. It's just that they're, uh, they're a needy bunch of people. <laughs> yeah. They're very needy. Oh, they are. No, they're... Uh, so... <laughs> and we that's one another thing we started doing. Like when, you know, I hired an office manager, that's what I hired her for, was to go, like, actually do reviews. And, like, we were talking about the difference between, like, you know, a fake level of satisfaction on Facebook where you got, you know, 46 five-star reviews, but, like, nobody's really going to recommend you, you know, versus, like, actually calling people the next day and asking them how things went and fixing it if it isn't... Uh, I mean, I think that was one, another one that was like sparked off of some little short video that uh, that I was watching that um, that came out that was basically like, uh, don't ask for the feedback if you're not ready to hear it. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, that's <laughs> yeah, true, man. Yeah, it's funny. It's, yeah, people are like, oh, give me your feedback. They just always assume it's going to be good. Yeah, that could, I can see that being pretty easy. Like, in, like in your business. You know, you get you, you send your tech out, and according to him, everything went good. So that's the person yeah. you call to get the feedback. But he goes out and does a service call, and shit didn't go quite sideways. You could be like, you know, yeah. I'm not gonna call and ask that person's feedback. This one might sting a little bit. You know, I'm gonna yeah. avoid that way. I oh, can see it. that'd be easy to do. It's, it's to, very easy to do. Yeah. Uh, you know, I mean, for a while it was like I was scared to like ask for reviews from people that you know didn't that I wasn't sure were gonna freaking give me some. You know, solid advice. I mean, it's it starts out a lot. A lot of it also starts off like when you're new, and I, I wasn't new. I just didn't really care that much about marketing for ten years, and then all of a sudden I was like, I'm gonna you know do this different. Like, but um, when like coming out on Google, like if you've only got one star and somebody's mad about something, like they can really take your freaking stuff down. So you got to get this like giant plate of armor by asking every single buddy how are we doing but then you've got to be ready to actually hear that feedback too so yeah that's yeah, a huge it's, 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 it's kind of a delicate dance yeah huh? yeah. yeah yeah i know it sucks too because you know that uh like there's no way to, to that everybody's going to be happy no and, not. <laughs> and uh and some people a lot of people are I would say out of people that if you're doing a good job, right? Like if you're really making an effort to do a good job, then you're going to take care of most people. But sometimes shit's just going to happen. Yeah. And it's, but it's like, yeah, it's like listening to them and like mm-hmm. I said, be, being willing to hear like, oh yeah, I can, you know, and we've never had that happen. I never thought that could happen, but now I know and yeah. we can change it uh, versus, dude, I had some fucking dumbass. The other day came and posted a review on <laughs> on our pedals and uh, he was mad because he contacted us and he was like, you know, uh, basically with the pedals, you got the axle and the axle sit, there's two bearings and a bushing that it sits on, it's a simple little system and uh, double bearing, single bushing, kind of industry standard. And this guy contacts me and he's like, hey, you only sent one bushing with the rebuild kit. And the rebuild kits come directly from my manufacturer. Like, it's not like I'm going to fucking, you know, Home Depot and, and putting them together or something. And, uh, and I'm like, well, it, it only needs one. And he's like, well, there's room here for two. 
I'm like, man, I don't know what you want me to tell you. Like, you only need one. And he came and he posted on his review and he's like, the owner doesn't know his own product. And, you know, there's room for two bushings. And, and he says there's only, you know, you only need one. And so, you know, I wouldn't recommend buying these pedals from a company that has an owner who doesn't even know his own product or something like that. And I was just like, like, what the fuck, man? Like, that's not... Like, like you didn't hear the, the guy didn't hear the answer he wanted, so yes. he just assumed he was right. Pretty and you much, were, yeah. yeah. No, that's like ninety nine percent of freaking. I don't, I don't know. Like I got like one specific position that that's all, like pretty much all she does is puts out fires like that because people are just nuts. They, they yeah, uh, people are nuts. It's funny. You're a little bit different position there, there than was I one am. Guy I go firing back. That on. told me. <laughs> there's one guy that told me. That he was like he was having issues. It was a Samsung under warranty, and he, he was having issues with it. He told me he was going to contact the owner of Samsung, and I was like, the owner of Samsung, huh? I was just like, good Do luck, it. like yeah, you Mr. Samsung is out now. <laughs> Last I heard, <laughs> what you're gonna get from the freaking 800 number? <laughs> oh my god, it's a giant call center. Dude, old people crack me up like that. I remember my dad used to get fucking pissed off about shit. Like, he got mad one time because he, he had, like, the Roku or whatever to get your your streaming TV mm-hmm. or whatever. And so he's, they're trying to watch a movie, and it kept cutting out on him. And it's like, dude, do you know how many different variables there are with this scenario right here? And, you know, but he's convinced, but he calls them up, man, and he's, he's pissed off that he can't, like, get someone on the phone to help him. They're like, yeah, and, and it's like, dude, what do you want? There's nothing that, that they can do, but, you yeah. know, yeah. Back in the day, though, man, you that, was, to, how you that, that was how you did it, man. man. That was how you did it. People went from being mad to freaking about that you couldn't, like, walk in, that they had to, you know, call somebody, and then there's an acceptance to call centers, and then... Now it's like um, everybody's on email, you know. Like you can, it's yeah. hard to find a phone number yes. for a lot of companies. So yep. like I'm kind of going through that old man phase. Like this is bullshit. I want to be able to call somebody. Although man, I will say, <laughs> I mean, but from the flip side yeah. of the coin, like running it from the other side, I'm kind of trying to head that direction with my business too, and talk all of these people into scheduling online. And people, I overestimate how. Uh, how much people are like me when it comes to technology and like this is really cool i don't actually have to talk to anybody i can just sit here and schedule somebody to come in my house and they show up like ninjas mm-hmm. fix my shit and send me a bill by email i'm like this is you know that's awesome to me but some people are like uh you know especially like people i know like want me to input this information for him. It's like, okay, I guess I can. Like, Are, are you indirectly talking to me right now? <laughs> every time I, I, wait a second. Yeah. Every time I need something fixed, I don't I just call Corey. Like, yeah. hey man, I need some shit I didn't fixed. know he had it now. <laughs> I didn't know he had a business. Yeah, man, I just called yeah. fucking Corey. <laughs> no, but, uh, yeah, no. There, there, there's a lot of people that do it to me. It's like, it's not just you. I'm sorry. Dude. <laughs> I'm sorry. Hey, I gave you a cup of you're coffee. You're good, man. I gave you a cup of coffee and no, you're on the you're podcast. Good, I come I over here, over. yeah. I'm on a podcast. I get coffee when I come over here. Yeah. But, <laughs> yeah. Anyways. Technology. Technology. It's good shit in some cases. It's, a lot of cases it's good shit. Yeah. It just, you got those, you know, what do they say when you, when you, 
design a ship, you also design the shipwreck. Yeah. You know, there's going to be fucked up shit that comes Pretty along much, with yeah. it. And That's you just what gotta, I spend a lot of time doing is like, re, yeah. you know, like reviewing that stuff and yeah. trying to figure out better systems that we can use. I mean, I was kind of happy when I was talking to my guy the other day and like he came over to me from Sears and... I was like, where, you know, what's this at, like, Sears? He's like, this is actually pretty smooth. Like, I mean, you know, this is a giant freaking company that's got money to invest in technology, and I piece my crap together from little $9.99 a month services online. And he says mine actually runs, like, somewhat comparable to what theirs does when it comes to scheduling and schedule management and stuff like that, so... Even though we have to use more than multiple platforms and have, you know, multiple logins and stuff. But, I mean, the difference between that and, like, developing an entire, like, application that encompasses it all. I think I got a rough quote the other day, like, 80,000. Are you serious? <laughs> oh, dude, yeah. apps are expensive Hol- as Holy fuck. Yeah. Fuck, dude. If you would have said, hey, how much do you think it would cost to design an app <laughs> for something like, you know, like a scheduling yeah. app? It's not just I, scheduling. I would have been, like, like... Scheduling, parts, tracking, GPS, integration, like... Like, you know how, like, Domino's has, like, where you can call up and freaking, they're like, your order is here. It's being made by... You know, Rob, you yeah. got the Domino's app right there. I know there. what you're saying, though. I know exactly what you're saying. Like, yeah, dude, yeah if I would have had to guess, like, hey, how much do you think it'd be to get an app like that? I'd have been like, yeah, five grand. Dude, I'm sorry. You said 80 grand? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow. That's why I always laugh when people are like, oh, why don't you get a MTV String Training Systems app? And it's like... <laughs> it's, it's really... It's so much money. It's, it's that much more than just getting a website? With a computer programming degree, like I can say, like yeah. that, it, it, it's worth it. There's a lot of work that goes into that shit. You know? it, like, is it that much more involved than like a website? Uh, websites, it depends on what kind of website. If you got anything like on the back end of a website, it's pretty involved. Like, and when I say back end, I mean like if it takes customer data, stores it somewhere, parses it and does something with it, it's pretty involved. To just have a website out there with a freaking page like graphic designers, you know, like kids that are good with computers and 11 years old can do that kind of stuff because it's really just, uh, moving something static around on a page but if you wanted to actually do something and ping a server over here and integrate with the gps app over there like a lot of the things that make it super um intense is you got to work with different systems like google's api which means you have to talk to google and then you probably have to pay google to use their api and api is like an interface that allows you to use their app with your system so do I, I I know the theory like I haven't actually <laughs> done a lot of this stuff in practice you know a little bit uh, I mean we we brushed on a little bit of it in school and I mean you know we, we made some video games and stuff like that from scratch and did some of this stuff from scratch but yeah to like it take people a whole semester you know to get like a GPS function up and running or huh. you know this and that up yeah and, and a lot of it's testing like there's like the reason that Windows doesn't get redone and they just keep stacking on top of it is because they say if they print out the freaking code book like the lines of code and like on paper like it would fill like a house about this size so they're (laughs) not starting from scratch and writing a new one they're just patching the shit that's there because you just can't do it in a lifetime yeah i think as a whole we take (laughs) we take for granted you know our fucking phones and what we can do and how great they are and how like you just think it's so simple because you just push a button yeah. Like like your navigation app, you know, like Google Maps is the shit. You know, it's better yeah. than Apple Maps. Oh, that's awesome. Because you know, Apple Maps, you know, they're more on the privacy side of things, so they're not their maps aren't as good. 
Like I, I navigate around for a fucking living, so I I've used Waze and Google and Apple. Mm-hmm. Like Google Maps is the shit. Yeah. Like yeah. There, there's very few places they can't find. Even when I'm way out in the sticks in Colorado, like like if I know I'm not gonna have signal somewhere, if I'm going to like fucking Nucla or you know someplace just it smells like fucking crystal meth and incest out there, there's just nothing right. Yeah. I if I pull it up ahead of time, someplace where I have signal, and then I can like screenshot it and I have the directions. But yeah, it finds shit, dude. Like mm-hmm. it's pretty goddamn impressive how that all works. Yeah. And you just yeah. take it for granted. You're like, oh yeah, just type it in and it works. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of. I mean, with the website stuff too, you can. Uh like WordPress is really good because you can just use fucking plugins. That's what we use for Grumpy Guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. I yeah. say we, but yeah. we don't. So if you're and plugins are kind of like apps for the website, you know, it's kind of a good way to describe it. You got like your WordPress yeah. website, and then you can use the different applications that you can plug into it. And so you can, if you're if you're programming a site from scratch to do a bunch of that shit. Like, yeah, you can, it's fucking super involved. But if you, kind of like what you're yeah. what you're saying, though, you do with your, you, instead of having, like, an app and spending all that money, you're able to kind of, like, yeah, take yeah. a few different things and, and integrate them together for your own purpose. And so you can kind of do that. Because, man, like, I've seen websites, like, dude, the prices come down so much. I mean, back in the day, like, yeah, 80 grand for a fucking website was nothing. But like I mean, I spent like you know two grand for my recent website update. Yeah, that's, a, that's about Ooh. what I spent for mine. Yeah. Yeah, like and that's and, and it has a bunch mine of stuff, but a lot of it's freaking professional too, like pretty. It's, it's pretty just a WordPress stuff. site with like fucking plugins and stuff to make it work, and it looks great. But it's yeah, a, a lot of programming was just like stepping off the backs of what other people did, and that's kind of what I was like saying. Like a lot of the reason that it's that way is because you have to talk to these giant companies that own the technology and they're going to want licensing fees like they're not just going to give you access yeah the master keys to their stuff they're going to charge you i don't know how much but you know to be like here and you know then they send you a list of like how you interact with it like what calls and stuff you do to interact with it but Hmm. but yeah this is like probably one of the most non-jujitsu podcasts I've ever done. No, we very rarely talk really? about jujitsu. Yeah. <laughs> we call it the Grumpy Guy Jujitsu Podcast. No, we, we just call it. Yeah, we do call it the Jujitsu Podcast. But yeah, Grumpy we, Guy BJJ. If we had to go a percentage of how much we actually talk about jujitsu, it's probably like twenty yeah. percent. Yeah, it's not a large. It's, it's not a large. We just like to fucking bullshit. This really just gives us a reason to sit down and bullshit with each other. Yeah. yeah. That's really what it's it awesome. is. That's really what it is. <laughs> so. Just on, on that note, just a heads up, like, I probably got to leave here in the next, like, 15 to maybe 30 minutes tops. Yeah. Just so we're all on the same page. Sweet. Yeah. And you're like, if I leave and you still got to do this or whatever, like, have at it or if I can do it. So just to make sure everybody's privy to what's going on. Yeah, man. Here you go. Are you going in tonight? Yeah. Yeah. You're going in tonight. Fuck yeah. <laughs> you guys going to be in there for beginner class or just showing up for nah, open, open mat? Open mat, yeah. 6.30? Fuck class. I don't do class anymore. <laughs> Classes for losers. Classes for losers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. I don't need somebody showing me shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm only partially kidding. Behind every joke, there is a touch bit of truth. <laughs> just a touch bit of truth. <laughs> no, you know. I'm sure you agree, man. You reach a point with jujitsu where it's like, class is fun, you know. But it's your sometimes, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> sometimes. You, you really your jujitsu is growing from other other things. So it's the rolling, 
and the intelligent drilling that I think really make the difference. So, but yeah, hey, Dale. That's all he does is roll. That's it, man. We talked about that. Last, I think that was last yeah, time. Uh, we talked, we talked uh, I just that. watched his thing, man. I'm all on board with because, yeah. like, the way, the way he explains it, it makes sense. You know, the whole idea of, of you know trying to memorize a specific answer to a problem versus the principles behind it, and uh, it, a lot of it just has to do with how you're 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 teaching it. Yeah. Right. And so, unfortunately, a lot of the ways that you're taught stuff is a specific answer to a specific problem. And if you know enough, you can see the principles behind it and, and get that out of it. But, you know, there's uh, if the whole like idea of building muscle memory is it's tough. Like you need to do so many reps to do it. So your better bet is to focus on those principles rather than specific answers. And uh, yeah, because I mean, I'm sure you you know once you do something for a while, right? Like you come in and someone will, you'll you'll do a, a move, and like you just have a natural way of doing it, and that just naturally leads to a certain like transition or certain thing for you. And then somebody will be like, "No, you got to do it this way." And it's not that it's better; it's just different, right? But it's like, and so now you got to spend a class drilling it like that. Right, trying to develop some muscle memory, something that doesn't—it's not necessarily better. It's just that this is how they do it, and and to them, that's their specific answer to this specific problem. Yeah. And so you, you know, started you, transitioning recently. To what? <laughs> <laughs> don't transitioning. Get, don't get James talking about fucking transgender transitioning shit. Yeah, man. We'll be here for another fucking hour. Easy. Yeah, I've been transitioning for the last several years, slowly. <laughs> slowly <laughs> um anyways but yeah no that's i think that's there's definitely something to that at first you got to be told specific answers but eventually it goes beyond that you know it's funny is i was just listening to uh gordon ryan was on the flow grappling part of the fistful of college podcast yeah. this past, past week i haven't finished listening to it all yet but he kind of touched on that man it was pretty interesting because he hasn't been training that long Right. You know, in the grand scheme of things, like, the dude's fucking good. Like, he's ADCC absolute champion, ADCC fucking, what is it, 80 kilo champion, or whatever it was, 99 kilo champion. Like, he's fucking, he wins, like, constantly. He's fucking good. And he, he mentioned, he's like, well, you know, I haven't been training as long as a lot of these guys, like your Bucheches and your Cyborgs. He's like, but our system, like, in Donahue's system, we have these certain positions, these leg entanglements, these back positions that we spend more time in those positions than these other guys that have been training for 10 years more than I have. But in this certain position, I have more training time. He's like, so I set up my game to a position that I've spent more time in, I'm almost certain of, and I funnel them into that. And then once I got them into that, they're in my world. He's like, that's how, that's how we do it. He's like, that's how we're better with less training time. He's like, and then if someone takes me out of that, I know enough to get them back into it. And then once I'm into these niche, you know, not niche positions, but these certain positions, he's like, I've spent more time there. He's like, I guarantee it. Yeah. And it's like so, going super specific versus being well-rounded. Yeah. yeah. He's well-rounded enough to get people into your certain systems. Yeah. And then, but so that he was talking about that. I didn't listen to the whole interview yet, but it was interesting. I was like, huh. Yeah. I mean, that's, uh, that was actually one of the things Kit Dale was talking about too, like that 80-20 rule. And if you look at, you know, what he's saying in like competition, 
you know, what is, what is the 20% that delivers 80% of your results? Yep. And so, you know, like for him, he was talking about like guard passing and sweeping and, you know, like that's, you know, a huge part. So he's like, I wouldn't really work a whole lot on submissions. I just work on guard passing and sweeping. Cause like in a competition, like those two points right there, are usually the fucking difference. And, uh, you know, but basically same thing from the submission. Cause Gordon's like a submission only specialist. Like that's what his jujitsu is based on. Even when he goes into points based tournament, he goes in with the submission saying, only. I'm going to submit everyone, all y'all motherfuckers. And so he's, so for him, like that's it. What's the 20% that delivers 80% of my results? And so it's, you know, what are those positions that I know that if I can get people into, I'm going to get, I have the highest percentage chance of submitting them. And so that's what he, he works on. And, uh, but yeah, I mean, it's a smart way to, to go about it, especially if you don't have as much time, you know, for him, it's, if he doesn't have as much time just cause he hasn't been doing it as long. So, you know, if you don't have as much time because you just don't have as much time to train, like whatever the thing is, like, if, you know, if you're trying to, uh, excel at something as quickly as possible, like figuring out what those big rocks are and focusing on them. So I mean, what would you say the big rocks are for like a white belt? Like what, you know, hmm. Trying to learn everything at once. <laughs> well, no, but see, that's just it, that's, right? See, that's it. That's yeah. exactly like that's the hard thing. You can't do it like, yeah. like you know, uh, before I really started gi jujitsu. So you know, when we were still at Eighth Street. Just I don't know what you call it, but <laughs> but uh, yeah, even even then they were like just focus on position, and I kind of ran with it, and and I think that helps a lot. Just focus on position, like how to get to you know how to move from position to position and not really worrying about trying to submit anybody it's like you're a white belt you're not going to submit anybody for a long ass time except for other white belts that are like you Just know a dumb. month junior to you <laughs> <laughs> yeah i would have to say if it's tough I, I would probably need more time to really think about the answer but just kind of off the cuff yeah, because I see so many white belts struggle with like what to do like they're just so confused like if they don't come from a wrestling background yeah. They're such a yeah. fish out of water. They have no idea what to do. Like, okay, what is my goal here? And so figuring out the hierarchy of positions, you know, and, and understanding, okay, if I start in somebody's guard, I should pass the guard. Then I get to side neon belly or side control. Okay, what should I do from here? Okay, now the next position would be mount, you know, and then back mount. And so I think those are the big rocks. And it's basically kind of what you're saying, the position yeah. like that don't worry about all the moves and all the submissions and all this, but f giving yourself a, a destination and then you can start building on it from there. That, that's what I would well, think. Well, I guess that's the other thing that I don't really have like, you know, perspective on is just coming in straight gi jiu-jitsu because I started an MMA and we just punch each other when we freaking, you know. <laughs> when, we're not, when you don't know what to do, yeah, punch not, somebody. Yeah. <laughs> and then he shields bothering me. <laughs> 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 He'll move. He'll move. <laughs> <laughs> yeah he cover up and freaking try and figure out how to get off of the bottom <laughs> it's like about what it really comes down to and you know when somebody's up striking too it kind of messes with their balance so they're it not opens just, things they're, up yeah, yeah it opens a lot of stuff up and you know they're a lot less stable so it makes it I don't know somewhat easier to get out of bottom positions until they really know what they're you know what they're doing and how to control well mm -hmm. but yeah. But yeah, yeah I don't know, so, man. 
It's I don't know, like, like I just thought everyone. about that right now. Like, if I just came in, you know, like as a white belt without any striking or anything, it might be a little bit different because you just usually just end up on bottom going, fuck, what am I supposed to do? <laughs> Tap out, start over again? Yeah, I think that question, you know, is best answered. It's, it's the bullshit answer no one likes hearing is like, if somebody asks you, like, what's the most important? It depends. Yeah. yeah, it's really what it is because it depends on your what are you coming in with, what tool set are you coming in with. If you're coming in with tool set where you're a fucking accountant and you've never done anything physical in your life, your big rocks are going to be different than someone who's wrestled for since they were six. You know what I mean? Like it's going to be different. So that, that's probably the best way to answer. It. Yeah, it really, really de- it depends on what skills you have prior. Yeah, yeah, because it's not going to be the same for everybody. Because you, you take a wrestler, even somebody that's wrestled for a couple years, say they wrestled for two years in high school, they they got a pretty decent mat awareness for the most part. And so they understand what's a dominant position as opposed to a non-dominant position. If somebody with zero experience, they don't they can't wrap their head around that. You know, so it's hard to, you know, they're not going to have the same big rocks. Yeah. So, yeah. I think that's... It's fair. I think that's fair. Yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know what I would say. I think fucking... You just gotta get sleeping. your ass whooped. Learn to get your ass whooped until Close you don't. Guard. Yeah, I guess the one I really say about like a, you know the, like jujitsu stuff parallels a lot of the stuff that I do with like the investing and the house building and stuff like that. It feels kind of the same way. You just gotta get beat up until you get sick of it and <laughs> you know make dumb mistakes. And hopefully, you know they're not super costly, but. It's kind of the same way, you know. You just like make mistakes and go, "Oh, I'm not going to do that again." And uh, hopefully, you don't do it like five times in a row, and you like kind of learn from it and progress with it that way. But it's been uh, kind of on that same note. That's one thing that I feel like I did a lot was like making the same mistake like (laughs) too many times in a row. (laughs) As far as jujitsu goes, anyways, it's just like probably still do it. Yeah, weird. Fuck, I do it. But you know, on that same note, I think. I guess one big rock that would apply to everybody is just being comfortable being uncomfortable. Getting used yeah. to that. Because if, well, if you can't embrace that, you're not going to make it. That's just kicked you. off the like, yeah. last couple of years. And a lot of the stuff I've been doing is just like that one little thing right there. It's like just like step out of your comfort zone. Do not stay comfortable for too long. You gotta like dip back in there once in a while because you need a rest from being outside of your comfort zone. But I think eventually you get to a point where it's just like kind of normal, and then you gotta find a new comfort zone, and that's like where that growth is. Like, you know, after a while, like, um, you know, I mean, that's what expands your comfort zone. Like, once you get comfortable with the that step you took outside of the comfort zone, and now this is comfortable, and now you gotta find another thing that's like more uncomfortable, and just keep on going and until you, I don't know, retire or die. Retire or die. Retire or die. There you go. Mm-hmm. Sounds like a good battle cry. Yeah. Retire or die. Yeah, now it's uh, applicable to everything. So that's how yeah. we make it a jiu-jitsu podcast. Whatever <laughs> we talk about ties back to jiu-jitsu yeah. somehow. I think that might be a good place to wrap it up right there. Yeah, man. I think so, kind too. Put a little button on it right there. Right on. Words of words of wisdom from the mauler. Yeah, yeah, fuck yeah. That's right.
Well, thanks for doing this, dude. Retired yeah, absolutely. Guy. Okay. Thanks for uh, surprising me. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> you're in the middle of a podcast right now. <laughs> we don't have a we don't have like a uh, waiver disclosure statement for you to sign, so don't uh, sue us. Oh, okay. Please. Yeah, I won't. Okay. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we got it. We got that. That's the disclosure statement. Right there. He, he said he went. We haven't recorded. It's valid. We've it's got it. exactly. It will hold up in a court of law. We've got sure. proof. That's right. All right, okay, well, well, it's called a wrap. Yeah, right talk on. to everybody cool. next week. See you guys. See ya. Thank you for listening to the Grumpy Guy BJJ podcast. Thank you all for listening. You can find us on Podbean, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever else you listen to podcasts. Please make sure to subscribe and leave us a review. It really does help and will allow us to keep putting out episodes. If you have any questions, comments, or ideas, hit us up at grumpyguybjj at gmail.com. Also, go to our website, grumpyguybjj.com, and get signed up for podcast updates and get our free BJJ Improvement Starter Kit. That's it for now, so get on the mat, train hard, and talk to you all next week. Doggy school, foggy cool, got a froggy outside Molly dude. Now they're calling Daisy Duke, hanging by the lace of their shoes. No trace of the tools, shaped in your face, fuck the rules, snooze you lose. One eye always open, it times two, no clue, but soon a brief monsoon might give you a view to choose. Stay tuned, include, won't conclude. To the end is near, beware there's consequences, but what you do to me, demon. The devil of many levels, I keep on beating For several of them rebels Me, myself, he died Me, myself, he died